If you've been thinking about starting a podcast but are not sure where to start, or if you've done a lot of research but feel a bit overwhelmed with all the tech systems and lingo, then I'm here for you. Podcasting is a great way to start talking about what you're passionate about. Plus, it helps you decide if you really want to pursue it as a side hustle, freelance gig, or full-time business. It can be really simple to get started, but with lots of options and decisions to be made, it's easy to get confused and think it's just too complicated, and end up putting it off for a while or giving up altogether. So in this episode, I'm cutting through the noise and sharing what you really need to get off the blocks in podcasting, from choosing your topic to deciding your tech setup and recording your first episodes, we're going to get into it. So you can stop procrastinating and actually get your podcast out there. Because the sooner you start, the sooner you can build your confidence and enjoy the freedom of being a podcaster. Are you ready? Then let's get started. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the Powering Your Passion podcast. This time I want to talk about podcasting and how you can get started with your own podcast. Because I believe out of all the ways you can get your message out there, podcasting is a great option. It's more engaging than a blog and less scary than setting up a YouTube channel and going out there on video straight out of the gate. Now, I'm going to let you into a secret. When I decided I wanted to start a podcast, it took me about three months to get started. That's right, three months. I was clueless about how to launch a podcast. And so I started Googling, as you do, I got hit with things like hosting platforms, RSS feeds, waveform cover art, EQ, compressor microphones, dynamic content, bitrate, baked in ads, etc, etc. I naively just thought you just recorded into a microphone and then somehow sent the file to Apple or Spotify and the other podcast platforms to go live. Now, when I think about it, I wasn't totally clueless about podcasting because for a short time I hosted a podcast in my day job. It was a company podcast which started out with a bit of info from me on a particular topic and then we had employees record sound bites with their opinions on the same topic. We all recorded on our phones. I took the audio files and put them together in iMovie. So I did have a little bit of an idea on editing and what it should sound like but it was all based on mobile phone recording and and just putting it together myself. What I found online on podcasting was a totally different level. So I got so caught up on analysing all the podcast hosting platforms and editing tools, spending ages getting my podcast artwork right, and then of course choosing the name. Now all these things you need, but I allowed it to consume me because I was so certain I wanted it to be perfect. What I now know is that it will never be perfect when you start out. So don't aim for that, aim for done. As in get everything you need in place and get what you have to say out there. Because ultimately, it's your content, your words that have the most power, and talking about your passion takes practice. So the sooner you start, the better. Or you'll find yourself, like I was, two months in, and the words people need to hear are no closer to their ears than when you first started. So I'm going to talk about what you need to learn and do to get started in podcasting. 
Now, one thing I want to say before we dive in is keep it simple. Everything from your equipment setup to the topics in your first few episodes, make it easy on yourself. You don't have to design award-worthy artwork or think up the most amazing podcast name. Everything can be changed down the line. Someone told me before I started podcasting that you will always look back on your first episodes and cringe. Because you can only get better at podcasting by podcasting. You need to do those awkward, stiff and uncertain first few episodes to get off the blocks, to realise what works for you and what doesn't work. So don't strive for perfection. It doesn't have to be A plus work. Settle for B minus. You can work your way up to A plus when you're in your stride. So stop overthinking every single step and just make a decision that it's okay for now. Let's talk about the steps that will get you on air. So first up is to decide on your topic. Well, that's pretty obvious. You need to decide on the topic you want to talk about. And out of everything, getting the right topic is the most important thing. You have to want to talk about your topic. You need to be passionate about it because you'll need to think of and talk about different ideas and angles on the one subject. And if you don't love it, it can be impossible to keep going. About 75%, that's 75% of all podcasts will disappear into what's called pod fate. A pod fade is when a podcaster suddenly stops bringing out episodes and gives no explanation as to why they've stopped. Like a TV series you're following that gets cancelled and that, that's it, there's no end to it. And most of the time because the hosts run out of ideas or can't stand the thought of talking about it every week indefinitely or that they expect huge results really quickly. So choose something that you're passionate about, that puts a fire on your belly, that you have opinions on and know a lot about, that you could talk about even if you know no one else is listening. It has to be more than just knowing a lot about a topic. For example, I could talk about recruitment across a year worth of episodes easily, but it would not be interesting for me. I wouldn't be excited to go and record an episode or look forward to coming up with new ideas. So choose something you could, you could have fun with. If you can think of potential ideas for, say, 20 episodes that you'll be excited to talk about alone or with guests, then you have a topic that could work. Okay, next up is to define your format. An amazing thing about podcasting is the freedom you have to decide on what your podcast will look like. In other words, what the format is. So take your time to decide on a format that works for you. Here are the things that you need to think about. So is it going to be interview-based, solo, or mix? You can have a podcast where there are interviews, or you can have a solo podcast where it's just you speaking, or you can have a mix of the two. At the moment, this is a solo podcast because I want you to get to know me before I start bringing in guests. So I decided pretty much at the beginning that the first 100 episodes would just be me. That is a personal choice and you have that choice too. Go for whatever works best for your topic. So thinking about what length your podcast will be. Well, this really depends on if it's a solo or interview-based episode. Usually solo episodes are anything from 5 to 35 minutes. And interview podcasts are at least 35 to 45 minutes, with some going over two hours if it's a really interesting topic. Or if the, if the podcast themselves is really successful, they can pretty much command the time uh, for that period of time. So someone like uh, Stephen Bartlett from The Diary of a CEO, his interviews regularly go over one or two hours. But because he's top of the charts, people will stick around to listen. So unless you actually specify timing, like you say you will release a five-minute episode every day, You don't really need to be completely strict on timing, but do have an idea of what you're aiming for. 
So for me, I aim for between 10 and 30 minutes, depending on the topic. My listeners know that I have a variety and can pick the length of episode they want, depending on the time they have. Another thing you need to think about is, will it be a series or will it be a continuous podcast? So a series is when you say you'll do maybe 10 episodes and then finish, letting your listeners know that the next series will be out on a particular date or a particular time of year. Or you can have a show like this one that carries on weekly or monthly or whatever you decide, but indefinitely. A series is great to help you avoid pod fade, as you mentally know that there's a defined time and then you'll have a break. But you might lose some listeners over the time between series, whereas if you have a continuous show, you can keep real consistency and build your audience. But it can be a lot, particularly at the beginning, to get your head around, because you're podcasting week after week without a break. Now, you can make that easier by batching rather than recording every week. And to be honest, you eventually get used to the rhythm of recording episodes regularly. But beyond those main decisions, you can set up the flow of the show to be exactly what you want. So it can be more relaxed and spontaneous or follow a specific format, like you teach on a topic for five to 10 minutes, then you answer listener questions for another 10, and you wrap up with maybe a task or some sort of uh, saying of the day. You can also decide if you will write a script or go freestyle with bullet points. I do a mix of both. Sometimes I have a script and sometimes I go freestyle. I think when you are starting out, you should have some kind of script, even if you go off topic a bit as you talk. A script means you have less editing to do and you can keep on topic, but you do need to practice and read it through a few times, or you can sound a little bit robotic reading from a script. The main thing about defining your format is it has to have staying power, that you can follow through with it week after week. Because for listeners to get into your show and become fans, they want to know what to expect. Consistency is key. So choose what you want and then stick with it. That doesn't mean you can never change it. You can at a later stage if you let your audience know in advance, but you should keep the same format for at least three months or 12 episodes before making any bigger changes. That allows you to get into the rhythm and flow of the podcasting and to analyze what your audience really likes best. Okay, so there's some things that you have to get in place. Um, at the very start, because either it's needed by the podcast hosting platforms or it's just good practice. So the the things that you really need to think about are your show name, your cover art, your show description, and your show trailer. So the show name should be simple and easy to work out what the podcast is about. You don't have room for long taglines to explain clever titles, so be transparent. Alternatively, if you're known already for a particular subject, you could just call it by your name, So I could have called this podcast The Nicola O'Hara Show. Whatever it is, it can't be too long as you need to be able to read it on a small piece of artwork on a podcast app grid on a mobile phone. So your cover artwork, again, should be simple. You should do yourself a favour and sign up for Canva. That is an online design tool. You can create a free account online and design a simple podcast cover, either with your picture on it or without. That's your call. There are successful podcasters who use a photo of themselves and some who don't. So go with what makes you comfortable. You're not trying to win any design awards here. It's it's to get you started. And hey, you can promise yourself that when the podcast takes off, you can hire someone to design a cover for you, but just get it done. The show description is what goes out to the podcast distributors like Apple Podcasts and Spotify or Amazon or Google. So when someone comes across your show, they can find out what it's about. Keep it brief and to the point. You can always expand it later, but you don't want people coming across it not being bothered to read it because it's too long and then moving on. 
And finally, your show trailer. It's basically a form of your show description, but in audio. It's usually a couple of minutes long and posted a few weeks before you make your first episodes live. It's good practice at using the microphone and going through the whole process of posting a podcast. And it gives your potential listeners a short intro to you before they decide to dive into an episode. Some people may say this is a nice to have, but I think it's essential. People want a taster of what they can expect from you and the show. Think of all the times you'll check out those trailers on Netflix before watching a movie or a series you don't know much about. Without that trailer, you may not even consider watching it. But don't let these must-have elements hold you up. Don't spend days or dare I say weeks in them. They don't need to be perfect. Whatever whatever you decide on will change eventually. Remember what I said about B minus work. That doesn't mean it's bad work. You want to make a good start, but don't put your heart and soul into it. Obsessing over every element of font and of colour of your artwork or coming up with hundreds of names trying to get something original or clever or trying to get everything from your head into the show description. Try this trick. Do everything as a first draft initially, then move on to the next thing and then the next thing. Telling yourself all the time that it's not the final version, so it doesn't matter if it's not perfect. That way you will get something in place. Then go back and look what you've done again with fresh eyes. And believe me, most of the time you'll see that what you've already done is fine or only needs minor tweaks. Okay, so moving on. You need to work out the best equipment and system set up for you. This is the bit that often slows people down as they go into what I call tech freeze. In other words, they can't move forward because of the fear of the tech and of all the choices. They start researching and soon realise there are a lot of options and they get caught up in all the pros and cons and find it hard to get beyond it. You know, I felt the same when I was starting out. Basically, you can go as big or as small as you want in terms of systems and equipment you use to record, edit and distribute your podcasts. But the main thing is that it works for you and your budget. It is possible to start out with very little spend or to go crazy with all the latest gadgets. There are a few things that are essential and some nice to have that will make your podcast sound smoother and richer, but ultimately what you say and how you say it is far more important. And even with the essentials, there are a variety of options. Now, I've put a full list in the episode show notes of everything I use in my own setup to record, edit and produce this podcast in case you're interested to see it. To find the episode show notes, go to the episode description and follow the link that's there. But here's what you need to get started. So. A microphone, obviously, because you need something to record into. If you're going to spend money anywhere, then the microphone is probably the place you're going to do it. When recording a podcast, you want to have good sounds because you want people to be comfortable listening to you. If it's too muffled or echoey, it can be really irritating and people may switch off. So find and use the best you can afford. That said, I've known people to record on their phone microphones or the microphones in their iPhone earbuds, and it sounds just fine. But you do need to find a place to record that is as quiet as possible. If you don't have an office or room that fits the bill, be creative. Some podcasters have been known to sit in cupboards or wardrobes or garden sheds to get the peace and quiet that they need. Okay, next up is headphones. This is for you to edit the podcast as you need to hear how you sound. And you also need to pick up any background noises. And that's harder to do without headphones. In the beginning, I would recommend you just stick to whatever headphones you already have. They don't need to be fancy. It is a bit easier to edit with more professional ones, but it's not worth spending on until you know that you're committed to podcasting. 
Unless you're a word perfect, you will need to edit out mistakes and ums and ahs and anything that makes the sound easier on the ears. So you speak into a microphone which is connected to software on your computer and then use the tools there to edit the audio. The general rule is not to make it too perfect. You're not recording for the BBC. So by that, I mean you make sure the sound quality is good, but be careful about editing out too many little mistakes. You want people to feel like they're just sitting down, having a cup of coffee with you, and of course you're going to trip up on some things and add some pauses and ums along the way. So try to strike a balance between quality and being real. It also can stop you from spending ages on editing. Okay, so a pro tip here. If you make a mistake, then leave a pause, and then you can see exactly where you need to go back to edit. Now, I'm going to make it easy for you and recommend two systems for you to choose between for your recording and editing, and that's Audacity and Descript. Audacity is free, and once you get the hang of it, it's really easy to use. What I did actually was I went online and looked up on YouTube on how to use Audacity, and I found a really good link to a masterclass that that one guy did that just taught me everything. It was an hour long, and by the end of that, I knew how to use it. I could go back to that uh, episode as well when I wanted, if I forgot something or I I couldn't quite remember something. So I'll put a link to that workshop, uh, so that masterclass in the show notes for you. Descript has a free level, and then you can pay for extra features. I've used Audacity since the start, but currently trying out Descript because I love that you can edit directly from the transcript of your audio, which saves a lot of time. It also means you don't have to listen to yourself for the full episode while you're editing, which is is great because I hate the sound of my own voice. If you're recording interview episodes, the best system is to use Zencaster as it allows you to record two tracks, as it allows you to record two tracks, which means you can edit them separately. So if the sound of your guest is not as good, you can raise it without affecting your sound. I haven't actually used it for interviews because I haven't done interview podcasts yet, but this is really recommended by other podcasters I know. And I will use it when I start introducing my own interview podcasts. When you're happy with your episodes, you need to choose a podcast host platform. You upload your your episode to the platform with your podcast artwork and an episode description. And the podcast hosting platform will send it out to all the podcast distributors like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, etc. On the date and time that you specify. Now, I recommend either Buzzsprout or Libsyn for this. Both are leaders in the field and are quality platforms. Buzzsprout allows you to sign up for free and record episodes so you can try them out. But there's also an expiry on them. So unless you sign up to their paid service, the episodes will eventually not be available to your audience. But that is plenty of time to make up your mind about the platform. I use Buzzsprout and I love it. But I also know that other successful podcasters who use Libsyn. So both are worth looking at. I really recommend you spend time to get to know your technology and systems before you start but not too much time. Maybe a day. Just say you're going to take a day and go through all the different systems just to get to know them. There are tutorials on how to use Audacity on YouTube, as I said, and Descript and Buzzsprout also have loads of videos to teach you what to do. So it's worth taking a few hours out of your time to learn about them to save time in the long run. Finally, before you actually launch your podcast, in other words, make your first episode live, you should batch a few episodes in advance. So record three or four of them so you can drop them at the same time. This is to make sure that anyone who comes across your podcast or you send to your podcast has more than one episode to listen to. People are unlikely to to subscribe or come back after one episode. But if you have a few to get them started, they're more likely to stick around. Also, something I wish I'd done was to record two or three backup episodes. 
They can be on topics that will be valuable anytime and you hold them back in reserve in case you get ill or you can't record one week for some reason. You will always have something you can just put out if if you don't have anything else. The bottom line is, don't let the equipment, technology or anything else hold you back. It can be really easy to procrastinate by saying you don't have the right mic or you don't understand how to edit or your show description isn't perfect. There's just no ready. Believe me, you will never feel ready. It's a strange alien thing when you record your first episode. It's like nothing else you've ever done. And when you hit publish on your first few episodes, it feels a bit raw and exposing, like you're showing a part of yourself to the world you haven't before. You'll be totally out of your comfort zone. But then you publish another and then another and then another and it becomes more normal and second nature and you wonder why you were ever worried about it. So get started and as the famous book by Susan Jeffers says, feel the fear and do it anyway. And before long, you'll be a seasoned podcaster, loving sharing your thoughts and insights with the world. That's it for this episode. If you want to check out what systems and equipment I use, I've put a full list in the show notes. The link is in the episode description wherever you're listening to this podcast. And remember, you deserve to live your passion, so go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.